0: one two three and we're on guys welcome to business legends podcast where we interview today's business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes pump up your own inspiration and grow your bottom line today we have a very special guest mr titus bartolotta but before we introduce titus today is christian webb my co-host's 30th birthday so we got to sing a little song it's gonna go like this titus Happy birthday, birthday to you, you ha- belong in a zoo. zoo, you look like a monkey. monkey. Did, y'all, did y'all plan this? Nope. And you smell, smell like, like one, two. two. Okay, we're good to go. Joined by my co-host, Mr. Christian Webb, CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group. How are we doing this morning, guys? Doing good. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. He went, I'm he still embarrassed, currently. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> sitting through, his, his face is turned the color of the This the is better
1: it's better than when you go to a restaurant. They make you like get up and
0: dance in front of people. I think you should get up and dance. Oh no, no. we are on video. All, all I needed was the just to give it a little. What, twirl. what, do, you, what do you call the hat? What do you just
2: call give the it a little? Hat? The dunce cap? Yes. Yeah. You know. All I needed. Oh man. I,
0: needed. I, I still think you dunce need to get up cap. and do a little twirl, or just I'm, just give it one. Just give it one. Okay, it one. okay yeah. fine. Or twerk. Today we are joined by a guy that I am for, so blessed and fortunate to have in my life. Lucky to call a friend, Mr. Titus Bartolotta, and he has so many things going on. Titus is a transplant from New York City. Um, and he's called the Carolinas home for nearly three decades. Having studied and secured training in business management, culinary arts, seminary, business coaching, and life coaching, today Titus is a community leader, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and a published author. A graduate of John Maxwell team, cut it out, Titus has been married to his wife, Christina, for 10 years and is a proud father to his young sons, Josiah and Noah. Where struggle can define many, it has refined Titus, and having grown up in poverty himself and without a father today, his vision is to help equip individuals and teams with leadership and effective communication skills, which he feels will make a lasting and meaningful impact on the world. Titus, that was a mouthful. How are you doing this morning? Dude, I'm amazing. Who wrote that beautiful dude, it, it, soliloquy of it, greatness? It, it was amazing, dude. All right, so now that we're on air, we got we to gotta yes. settle it once and for all. I have okay. not I have not prefaced birthday boy for this whatsoever. Okay, what do you got? Oh, no. Christian, what is harder, improv or stand-up comedy? For me? No, no, no. Harder, just Harder, which one's harder?
2: I, I would say I would say stand-up comedy. <sighs>
0: so you, okay. My we, heart sinks. So my heart
1: sinks. Yeah, well what did I say was harder? Oh, uh, you, you, said, you, said, you said, said improv was hard. way harder. Yep, yeah, you said yeah. improv was harder. So, so and, well, my my heart could, no and I only say that improv is harder because it just happens to be the truth. That's the only reason <laughs> That's the only reason why I say it. That's so the that fact is. that the two of you choose to yep. be wrong, is to, it's totally okay. It's America.
0: It's, it's totally something you else. You do whatever so you want. on air. You're doing improv right now pretty <laughs> easy. That's right. Oh, pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard this so is? That's, misses, right. that's you know? recording, <laughs> yeah. by the way. <laughs> there we go. That's it. I said,
1: oh, pretty easy. Like you're saying that this is a lot of hard work. Ugh. I put weeks into figuring out this stupid one-liner I was
2: going to yeah. pump out. Just yeah. so we're clear, when people actually watch this, when Reese did your intro, he said, Tardis, like on Doctor Who. I did not say yeah. Tardis. And I, was, I was like, and I may
0: or may not be a Doctor Who fan. That's not the point. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor man, there. So I'm I sorry. No, I, I listen. I don't care
1: how you pronounce it. I'm just grateful that you let me come be on your show. This I'm is awesome. I'm
0: grateful here, Titus. You have so much going on, man. And um, when we decided to do this podcast, you were literally one of the first people that popped up in my brain. And I uh, said, let's you know, let's give you. it a couple so we don't suck for Titus. And <laughs> Titus is round or whatever. But um, you're. CEO of Collaborative Solutions Group. Yeah, You you are the president of Blue, the that's best right. organization in the world. I love to hear that, thank you. You, <laughs> you also have the Lotta Foundation going on. What do you wanna talk about first, man? I don't even know where to begin with. Well,
1: well, let me do this, man. Let me just start off by saying to anyone that's listening to this, uh, do yourself a favor and get to know Christian and Reese. Can I start there because Ooh. I've I've got to know these guys a little bit, and they've got this really high energy always. flavor. Always that that if you're gonna if you're gonna get involved in marketing, I, what's always silly to me is when I talk to folks that are in the marketing space and they themselves are like this walking zombie of, <laughs> of, of, of death, and I'm like, how are you going to? Blow up my brand when you seem like you are sleepwalking. Uh, these two guys are not sleepwalking, so it doesn't really matter what form of marketing that they're going to assist you with. Let's start there. I, I, I am excited to be on the show. I am glad we you guys really are doing it. Santa you and guys are rock stars, Thank man. You.
2: Thanks. Yeah, Reese is one hundred miles an hour. We're Always or nap, napping. Yeah. Always. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can I can I, I, I
1: can I tell you a quick story? Please, that Michael Orzik says all the time. Oh, I can't so help. Michael Orzik For people that don't know, Michael is a really good dude. He's a, he's a part of Blue Business Leaders Unleashed, and uh, as is Reese. And so uh, Mike. Oh. Mike Michael one time said to me, he goes, Titus, guess what I did today? And he, and he like had this face as though he was a nine year old that just did something hilarious. Oh God, I can't wait. He was like, guess what I did? And I was like, what did you do? And he goes, well, I just got done meeting with Reese for a (laughs) one-on-one and I knew that Reese was going to be meeting the next person after me. I knew that that was happening. So I specifically made sure we ordered a flight of coffee espressos. Dude,
0: best decision. Because
1: ever. I wanted Reese who's already 100 miles an hour with no coffee to totally blow the mind of the next person, like he was, prank, ready. he was, was pranking, bad. he was pranking the next person, and be like, "Guess what, uh, Reese on steroids!" Oh, oh dude, Reese, Reese, Reese on coffee steroids! Way. oh my That's god, dude, perfect. I was crying laughing because I was like, "How, how is Reese when he has seven coffees?" Oh, it's
0: wonderful! It's the best! <laughs> it's the best experience you'll ever have. I, I, I missed out, dude. I, I have, I have a real, a real fast once again Michael Orzik follow up story here for you so when when mike first met chris i swear to god this is true titus he says okay. he goes i was like i was like oh yeah you know you finally got to meet got to meet the uh, the proverbial other half of the business or whatever and mike orzik sends me a text back and it says it says i like him a lot better he actually speaks in complete sentences wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> michael orzik Michael <laughs> Orzick's so direct, isn't he? I oh, mean, he I just. I love
0: Mike. I love Mike. He, oh, God, over,
1: overwritten message, I would be constantly thinking he hates me. Oh, Like, I, I have just, to call him all the time to make sure the, he still likes me. See, <laughs> oh, God. He's, <laughs> he'll he's text so me, and I'll I'll go through two and a half boxes of Kleenex after reading. <laughs> I'm so sad because I think it was such a direct message. Yep, and then I call him up, and he goes, No, I like you. Yeah, he's,
0: he's like, and You're I, okay. I, and I, he's so, oh, okay. so stern Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: he's a great guy. But anyway, Reese and Christian, 100 miles an hour, and can you imagine? ladies and gentlemen if Reese does a flight of coffees dude it's, and, then it's the and then does best. your marketing. And then so, does your marketing so how about this? I'm still so how, how about everybody that's listening, if you know a coffee company, a coffee shop, they ought to be sponsoring <laughs> Reese. They ought to be sponsoring <laughs> this be sponsoring,
0: show. They should be sponsoring this podcast. I, I
1: think Reese needs to be a brand ambassador dude, for coffee. Let's all go. All of them Hashtag dude. let's go coffee Reese. When when dude, I was first studying the sales,
0: podcast. the uh the app the first thing that I ever learned in sales, this is stuck with me forever, Titus. I don't know, it's one of those dumb things that I that I keep in mind. But the last four letters of the word enthusiasm, I-A-S-M, and you can take that to mean I am sold myself. I've always thought mm. about that, and I always try to keep the energy level high. Yeah. And like, like Christian said, I got, two, I got two speeds, as fast as possible or sleeping. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much that's Dude, pretty I, love much, it, I love it, man. I love it. That's pretty much how it but, goes, uh, brother. But,
2: the, but today's not about us. So I, I actually do know where I want to start. I want to start with your lot of plantations. Yeah. So tell us uh, tell us when you started that and uh, what kind of made you want to begin that, uh, yeah. that
1: journey. So there's there's two things. There's, so there's one thing called lata, LATTA, L-A-T-T-A, LATTA Plantation, mm-hmm. and you hybrided that. You called LATTA Plantation. I don't want them getting mad at me. So yep. there's LATTA Plantation, and then there's what we do. And we're called the LATTA, L-O-T-T-A, lata Foundation. And my last name is Bartalotta, so I, I, I thought it'd be cute to grab the last few letters. Now I know you like the last few letters of things. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> so... <laughs> I thought it'd be cute (laughs) to grab the last few letters of of my last name and create something all around, let's do a lot of good. That was the mission plan. And the way we wanted to do that was we decided to start the lot of coats, lot of food, lot of toys drive. I mean, you know, I can tell you very intimately, when you grow up with nothing, one sandwich is a lot of food, right? When you you have nothing to eat, uh, when you have nothing to wear, one coat is a lot. And so the whole vision was how do we – drop seeds of love and hope into people's lives that grow into trees bigger than their problems. And for me, I, you know, I remember specifically this October makes five years for us. It's, it's it's 2019, five years ago, my wife and I were sitting down and we looked around and we're blessed. We're certainly not rich. We just got approved for debt. So we have to pay the mortgage every month. (laughs) Perfect. but we live in a beautiful home, uh, that is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that I never in my life would have thought that I would live in. And we were sitting in this house gorgeous that we built from the ground up. And my one year old is running around the hardwood floors past the granite kitchen tops. And he's smacking the stainless steel refrigerator while my wife is pregnant with number two. And he's saying milk, milk, milk. <laughs> and I'm like, this kid totally knows the milks in there. Like, and, and he just running around like he owns this place. He hasn't paid rent He to this day contributes nothing to our home. Let me, st- let me, say that he's six years old does nothing for our home anyway uh he needs to get a job he could be modeling i mean i get very emotional about this because he doesn't contribute anything but anyway so we're looking at him running around and my wife and i read an article that said that mecklenburg county was number two in the whole country in this statistic here's what it said if you start off in poverty in our community you die in poverty oh wow only baltimore is number one so we are literally the number two Yikes. worst place in the country where if you're a nine-year-old that's poor, you're likely going to be a 39, 49, 59, 69-year-old that's poor and hungry. And I looked around and I said, my wife is from Charlotte and I've been here since I'm eight. And we clearly broke that statistic. We've got to be about the change we hope to see. Like yeah. the Gandhi quote can't just be on our, the back of our car. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be a bumper sticker. We've got to actually be the change we hope to see in this world. And so I said to my wife, go get the legal paperwork for a 501c3 because I didn't know how to do that.
0: I don't even know what that is. That, that, like that, that's, my the, wife. that's the yeah. So the five
1: hundred one c three is the tax destination, uh, and that's what for nonprofit for nonprofits. Right? Okay, so you, I got you. you can be a nonprofit without being a five hundred one c three, and and we wanted to be the five hundred one c three so that corporations could have tax benefits and all gotcha. that stuff. Okay. So I said, go do the paperwork and tell me when it's done, and I'll make the other four hundred calls and let's get this thing going. Yeah. And who's so the first person
0: you called, who's the first person you called?
1: First person I called. She's gonna love this. Yeah. Her name is Vicki Stevens. Okay. She was the president and then she was the vice president and then she was the secretary and then she was the treasurer of a networking group way back in the day, maybe 10 years ago. uh, And she was just Miss Lake Norman. Uh, Today, she's. I don't want to say her age, but she's got lots of gray hair. 29. She's 29 years old. <laughs> uh, lots of gray hair. Her husband's 80 something. We'll put it there. Okay? Oh, wow. And, and they are staples in the Lake Norman community. And she is one of the most amazing, warm, loving, like mom, grandma people you'll ever meet. So I called her up and I said, I have this idea about starting a charity. I think that we could change the world and stop hunger everywhere. Call me back. And so No big deal. You know, just a little bit of a, a well, no big teaser. deal. Just call me whenever. Yeah, just yeah, call just, me just whenever. Wh- whatever. Don't worry about it. I'm Literally, here. people starving or or not starving hinges upon your phone call <laughs> me back. Uh, How long did it take her to get back to you? How long did it take her? Uh, it took her like an hour. She oh, okay, okay, okay. So she only like you know she she kind of like loves people. I guess. Right. Um She probably listened to the voicemail. and She was like, "I just got to do two or three errands real quick, and then I'll call them back." Right. 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 No um, big deal. So she calls me back and I tell her the entire vision and she knew my backstory. She knew that I, f- I fought homelessness and hunger and poverty for years and, uh, told her what we wanted to do. I said, I want to, I, I said, what if we could be an extension of God's love and mercy? What if we could be, you know, the hands and feet of, of loving and caring and, and serving the world? And she said, I'm in. And the minute she said, I said, I want you to be our secretary. Uh, cause to have a, a, a nonprofit, you have to have at least three people. North Carolina says you have th- three people to create a board. Uh, it has to be one of the three, cannot be a family member. Basically, thing. so that you don't own the whole board, right? Somebody yeah. that can be objective to say, we should go left yeah. instead of right. And so I reach out to her. I love her, respect her. I know she would challenge me. I know she would get the job done, she'd represent it well. And so she says to me, uh, she goes, I'm in. And Christian, I said to her, I was like, cool. Um, I don't want you yet. And she said, "What? You called me and left me the voicemail, and you just pitched me on this? What this, do you mean?" This
0: is such a Christian Web thing to do, by the way. He yeah. Calls you frantically, and then he's like, "He's like, this has to be done now, 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 yes. now, now." And then, and then a week, and he's like, "Oh yeah, so in about a couple months, yeah. we're going to have this project." <laughs> I'm like, oh my God.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> the most frustrating. Thing I was like, "We're putting our family name on this thing, and I'm trying to do something I've never done before, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, and it's really important to me, so but it's, it's got to be, so it's got to be perfect." Uh, And I'm glad you're interested and I want you to know I'm interested in you. But now before you say fully yes and before we say fully yes, I want you to go think and pray about it for 24 hours and, and, and talk to your husband and then come back to me. And she was like, but I'm already in. And I said, no, I want you to be in after you think, pray, talk to your family, and then come back. Because I don't want you to come be our secretary for a a term. I want you for the rest of your life to help us change the world and feed people and do a lot of good.
0: Give me some statistics. I just saw it on Facebook a minute ago. Or not a minute ago, but a week or so ago. How many coats?
1: So this particular coat drive, uh, we're just over 1,500 warmth items. So coats, jackets, hoodies, Uh, over 1,500, which means this winter – and we're crazy. We're the only coat drive that does it during summer. <laughs> like everyone else yeah. does their coat drive during winter, which I always think is crazy. Like I know that they're not, no offense. I don't wanna get hate mail, they who created these drives probably did not go through poverty and homelessness right. because it's cold during the winter. Yeah. Don't start collecting in yeah. November. they are already freezing. Yeah. And yeah. then give me the coat in February. It's right. too late. Yeah. Actually
2: actually I wanna give you a quick story because it's uh the lot of the lot of foundation a lot of foundation.
1: hello yeah, a lot of foundation. Yeah, so
2: it, it actually uh, it's really close to my heart because Things like that, are what helped me beat the statistic as well. Nice. My family was roughly the same way. I didn't fight homelessness or anything, sure. but I specifically remember when I was like six, seven, eight years old, uh, like a like a big truck uh, with a two like uh, like a. Like a I guess, like, an 18-wheeler pulling up to my driveway, dropping off presents. And I didn't know what it was Uh, all about, but it was that Santa Claus. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't remember what it's called because I was too young to... Secret Santa? Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. Santa was actually driving. Please continue. That's right. They would drop these these
2: presents off, and I'd get bikes and stuff. And, like, that's stuff my family could have never afforded. Like, we would just, like, went out to eat once or something. That would be Christmas. So, like, things like that helped me kind of get past that, like... That's right. I wouldn't say full poverty, but it it was down there. And those things kind of gave me, like, a sense of... There is more There is more things I should be striving for Like it kind of gave me That vision
1: People don't understand The difference between Broke and poor Okay broke is what Your checking account Says you are Poor is a state of mind Mm -hmm. And when somebody Plants a seed That takes the place Kind of like Indiana Jones Remember when he had to like (laughs) Pull the rock off But put another thing on Really quick Mm -hmm. Well when you pull A poor mindset And you replace it With love and grace And hope and opportunity Then someone doesn't Have to be poor They still might be broke (laughs) But they're not poor anymore And so when that thing Showed up and, And you Got that? If I were to ask you what specifically was the toy, and 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 how long did you have it before it broke, or you probably couldn't tell me all of that detail, but you can tell me that you remember when it showed up, and a seed was planted in your life. and, oh, and that's what we're trying to do for the world.
2: Yeah, no, I think I think that's a really beautiful thing, man. I really like that.
1: Thank you, man. We, you know, I, th- there are really cool stories where I remember because uh, m- my wife was like, okay, what are we going to do? I know we're going to be a charity, and we're going to do a lot of good. How? Right. The whole world. And and you guys know this in marketing and I teach it in in coaching. Everyone can tell you what they do. Right. Simon Sinek says, start with why the whole world goes, here's what I do. And then some of them say, here's how I do it. Right. And then they go, can I have your money? Like that's where they stop. Right. And when you get to the why you can get to someone's heart and they, and they'll be passionate and and they'll buy in. And so I tell people why we do what we do. So my wife goes, well, how are we going to help people? And I say, well, we're going to do coat drives, toy drives, food drives. Okay, but why? Like, why that over everything? Well, because in my life, I remember specifically when somebody gave me a sandwich. I remember specifically when somebody said, here's a toy. When we stood in line to wait to get a present during a secret Santa, but it was for a congregation only secret Santa. So the church had donated probably tens of thousands of toys. And this was this one night, guys, where they said, this is just for the church. So we're not doing outreach tonight. We're celebrating the fact that we did outreach for the last 30 days and we kicked butt. This is just for us. It's the night before Christmas. And I remember seeing the sign Congregation Only, and we pull into it. And I knew we weren't members of the church. <laughs> and I could read. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know why we're coming here, yeah. Mom. And she, well, you're getting a toy this year. That's why. And we're going to stand online and we'll wait till we get to the giant pile of toys. You'll grab one, and we'll walk out. and Nobody will know. And even though it wasn't awesome and ethical and wonderful and great, it was that or go another year with nothing for your kid. Okay, And I don't know what that feels like as a parent, so I can't cast judgment on my mom. So we get in line about halfway through the line. People recognize that we weren't members of this church. Um, I mean, maybe because we were dressed like homeless people that might have had something to do with it. But we're in the line and we're trying to get to the front of the line. And people started asking, hey, have you been here before? Uh, What did the preacher preach last Sunday? So my mom, the my mom starts giving the hits. My mom starts giving the hits. She's yeah. like faith, salvation, yeah, yeah, yeah. forgiveness. Who's
0: that, who's that she, guy? That's a cross. Jesus. Yeah. I think. She's, dro- <laughs>
1: she's dropping the. Remember the wow. CDs where they yeah. would have the – she's dropping the wow Christian hits of yeah, like like <laughs> every, every church <laughs> doing word doing she know, knows. Yeah. There's no doubt he probably preached on one of these things last right, right. week. He talked about uh, a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so anyway, they realized that we, we didn't belong there. They realized we weren't members. They realized we didn't bring toys, and it wasn't a true exchange. It was a, a take. It was a steal. That's what it was. And so they said, you need to leave. They said, we help your kind. We help you all the time. This is the one time it's for us. My mom, who is a New Yorker, who would punch you in the mouth and then ask, what did you say later? Like, she would be like, I didn't quite hear you, but I wanted to punch you just in case. Just in case. case Um, So for the first time ever... I felt my mom grab my hand tightly. Her knuckles turned white. Her face was blood red. And I thought, she's going to say the F word in church. She's going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be horrible in about two seconds. And I was like Jason Bourne. I was like playing out who she's going to hit first, how they're going to fall. And, but for the first time ever, I saw my mom's eyes water up because she was absolutely mortified and embarrassed. And she said, I'm sorry. And we turned around to leave. And before we got to the door to leave, one of the pastors there said, what's going on? What's the commotion? And the members of the church were like, "Ha ha! don't worry, pastor. We stopped a potential thievery. Uh, These folks were just trying to steal a toy from us. And we told them, uh, we helped them all these other days. This is not their their turn. The pastor, of course, rebuked those people and said, time out. This is a church. We are here to help people. Uh, I'm so sorry that you're going through what you're going through. We've got lots of resources for you. We want to help. My mom wiped her face and said, thank you so much. And I'll never forget that the guy bent down and he said, uh, he said, would you, would you like a toy? And I was, I was like, yeah, duh. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I to, this is the dumbest question uh, that I've ever heard. And he grabs a toy and he bends down and he says, son, come here. And I walk about three or four. Feet, Cause I'm in the South, right? So everybody calls people son in the South. I've I learned that. <laughs> um, it took me a little while to understand that, but he goes, son, come here. And about four or five steps towards him. I realized that it was the first time I heard a male voice call me son. Cause I'd really not met my father at this point. So nobody had called me son. So I got a little emotional about that. Uh, and he goes, I want to give you this toy, but I want you to know that it's going to make you feel amazing the minute I give it to you. I'm not asking you, do you think you're going to like this? I'm telling you, the moment I give you this free, awesome, cool toy, you're going to love it. But I pray that for the rest of your life, you're desperate, like it's an itch you can't quite reach, to do the same for other people. Deal? And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever, give me the toy. I had no idea what I signed up for. I still can't quite reach that itch today, but I got the toy from the guy. People always ask me in the story, they go, well, what was the toy? And I go, I have no idea. How long did it last? I don't know. Did it ever break? I have no clue. I remember that a stranger loved me and cared about me, got down on one knee, called me son, handed me a toy with no strings attached, said, you never need to be a Christian. You don't have to come to church. You don't have to do anything. It's your toy. But I hope that for the rest of your life, you want to plant seeds in other people. Well, that particular moment turned into a tree bigger than my problems. Now, I had to have the, the intestinal fortitude to climb up that tree, um, but that's what we're trying to do in the Lotta Foundation. So, what do we do? We're a charity. We we provide for people that are distressed. How do we do it? We have coat drives, food drives, toy drives. We collect stuff and we get it to people who need it. But why do we do it? I'm trying to make good on a promise I made to some stranger a long time ago. That's why.
0: Such an amazing story. Um, you know, I, I remember several weeks ago at Blue when uh, our networking group, when you're you. Gave a uh, not a seminar but, or a workshop but you know you gave a talk about how important it is to tell your story and and, yeah. and tell the story to other people and and kind of shout it from the heavens as it were type sure. of thing and yeah. and the Lotta Foundation particularly is just I, I remember reading the the about and by the way for somebody that loves the ends of words like enthusiasm <laughs> that's right. it took it took me like six months to figure out that was <laughs> <laughs> your last name you know the uh, w- what a wonderful hex. The, yeah. the priest preacher put on yeah, put man. on that toy, man. You <laughs> I'm, know, he, grateful. He, I'm uh, grateful. He 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 uh, cursed you to a life of servitude, and what a wonderful yeah. curse that happens to be. Yeah. Um, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Okay. Um, collaborative Solutions Group. Tell me all about it.
1: Yeah. So um, I found out that about four plus years ago, I, I got bit with the entrepreneurial bug, where I thought I got to own my own thing. I want to run my own business. Um, I, I've worked for major national brands and small businesses double, triple, quadrupled their market share, their profits, their their employees, their their staffing. We, we um, can relate to that feeling, Titus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was doing this as a 40-hour employee, not yeah. as somebody that was they hired, right? I was working. And all of a sudden, I became the marketing manager or their CEO or the CFO or the operations director or the sales manager. It was like, no matter where I went, no matter what we were selling, no matter what the service was, no matter what my role in the organization was, the double, triple stuff just eventually happened. People were getting promoted. Profits were being generated. More employees were being hired. And I thought to myself, gosh, the common denominator doesn't seem to be what we're selling. It doesn't even seem to be what we're offering. It doesn't even seem to be what industry or what my job is. The common denominator is that every time I'm somewhere, I'm over here just teaching and mentoring and training and challenging people to think outside of the box. And so about three, three and a half years ago, I said to my wife, I said, honey, I want to quit my job. And I, and I'd been there for five years. We had tripled the business. It was a small company. Uh, they were 20 years old when I got there doing about 400 grand a year, which is silly to do $400,000 in top line revenue after 20 years of business. But it was really just a, let's have a job so we can approve our own vacation requests. (laughs) Let's own a business. Like every, I love when I hear business owners tell me they're business owners and I go, would anybody buy your business today? And they, they say, well, no. And I go, well then call yourself an entrepreneur. Don't call yourself a business owner yet. Yeah. Unless you have something, unless you could sell the business and you you don't have systems and processes in place. So stop, relax. Mm -hmm. You have a job and you get to approve your own vacation requests.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
1: And so that's what they were. Uh, After five years, we had tripled the business. Ownership was kind of discussed, uh, and, and the, the hope and promise wasn't delivered. So I said to my wife, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my own business. I'm tired of tripling everyone else's companies and then promising ownership, and it doesn't come. I'm going to go do it. She said, um, can we afford that? You know, we have all this beautiful stuff, but we have to pay these bills every what month. What did you say? And I said to her, we have to trust the Lord. We absolutely have to. There's a, I said, you know, I know that I'm going to be great at this, um, and I know that God will provide. And so if I have the talent and God will provide, then all that's left to do is take action or we can just keep getting ready to get ready. And sometimes, you know, Steve Harvey said it really best. Sometimes you have to jump and grow wings as you fall to the ground. And I said, I want to jump. And my wife, cause she's so amazing. She said, okay, jump. And, uh, and then she said, let's jump, you know, which is cool, man. That's when you know you have a helpmate. And you know, I said, okay, honey, um, you you know we were both making very 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 good money so when when you're both making very 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 good money to quit and go to zero and now you guys know as business owners you don't just go to zero you actually pay to run a business in the <laughs> yeah, beginning you go negative yeah. you go negative yeah. um and you go and and you go well, well I've done the math if you keep your job <laughs> and i don't stay negative too long then we'll be okay so she goes okay uh, two months into starting Collaborative Solutions Group, I, I decided to go get certified. Most There's no licensing board, so like eight out of ten coaches are not certified. There's somebody, no offense, and I'm, I'll get hate mail, but I'm actually okay with it. Most coaches, uh, here's what happens. They lose their job on a Friday, and then they are a coach on Monday. Right. Because they can get a box of Vista print cards. I'm going to get so much hate mail. They can get a box of Vista. I've never done this on an interview. They can get a box of Vista print cards and create a Facebook page, and they are now a coach. That's it. Right? And so... I told my wife, I said, I'm going to do this. And she said, okay, great. Well, your life story is huge, right? You could be a life coach. And I have a seminary degree. I did lots of counseling and consulting. I've, I've, I've preached a thousand times. So I've had a thousand speaking engagements. I could easily have done that. I was the number one sales rep for eight years in America and two of the largest retail sales companies. So I could easily say I could coach on sales. I've doubled and triple companies. I didn't need to do anything. My experience and background would have allowed me to, to start on Monday morning. And I said, nope, that's not how I got my culinary degree, my business degree, or my seminary degree. I'm going to go get certified. I'm going to go to school and not be good, but be great, right? Good. Just because I'm good at something, that's actually going to hurt me. It's going to stop me from being great. So I went to the John Maxwell team and spent the most money that you can spend on coaching, uh, you know, And at the time, my wife was like, she was Googling, do you realize for only a couple hundred bucks you can be a coach? In 14 minutes, you can do an online thing? And I said, I I don't want to do that. So I went and got certified. Two months into my business, I'm creating a brand. Uh, A lot of other coaches, there's nothing wrong with this, but a lot of coaches call their coaching company BillSmithCoaching.com, right? Uh, And I was like, I'm too arrogant and prideful for that as a human being. If I call it, that's why we don't call the Lotta Foundation the Titus Bartta Foundation. We call it Lotta Foundation because nobody correlates that it's me. If I make Collaborative Solutions Group the brand, this doesn't mean I don't want to be a brand. It just means that it forces me to remember that I of myself am nothing, that I need great people to move in the same direction with me. Business Leaders Unleashed is nothing more than a group of people that do amazing things together, uh, and so anyway, so I decided to get certified. Two months into the business, though, my wife comes home and she she looks a little distressed, and I go, "What's wrong?" And she goes, uh, "She goes, I lost my job." Oof. And I go, "Ooh, okay." And this was about three years ago, and my wife was unemployed for months and months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Today, she's working uh, at the seventh job. In the last three years. Now you have to understand that 12 years prior to this, my wife never lost her job, literally had three jobs. And each time she just moved up, she just took a job that was 30% more pay. and, And it was, she became the boss. And, um, so this weird dynamic of start two businesses, business leaders, unleashed and collaborative solutions group making almost no income. Wife loses her job. Household goes without revenue for months and months and months and months and lack of stability. So when I tell you uh, that God comes through, he does. I mean, I truly believe that. I'm not trying to make this interview a preaching session, but the bottom line is when an entrepreneur looks at me and goes, Titus, you just don't understand. Most coaches are not entrepreneurs. They don't own businesses. They're just a freelancer. There's nothing wrong with being a freelancer, but I actually know what it is to run a business and blue is a business. And so when somebody looks at me and goes, man, you just don't get it. You're asking me to pay your coaching fee, but I'm trying to figure out how to pay my staff. I'm trying to cover fixed operations. I'm trying to reduce cost of operations. I'm trying to acquire new customers and pay my marketing expenses. And I can look at them and go, I know exactly what it is to bring in less revenue than your cost demands you to bring in. I know exactly what it is to have multiple departments and, 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 and have to make good on all this. But I also know what it is that when you plot the course, when you chart the course before you go the course, then you got all the stuff you need to stay the course. And just because you don't have the results that you want today doesn't mean you're going in the wrong direction all the time. And you got to have faith in yourself. you got to have faith that the wings will sprout out of your back if you, if you flap hard enough, they'll come. And you got to work hard enough and move in the right direction, and that's what we're doing. Uh, today my business is over three years old, dozens of coaching clients, more speaking engagements than I can count, um, you know, You can still go to team-csg.com. I I will still take your money and your business. We are not done servicing people. Um, But I am so grateful that we pay our bills every month. We feed our kids and we serve people and we service our clients at a high level. And if we would have given up, we wouldn't have got here. People fail just because they quit right before they, they cross the finish line. So that's a little bit about collaborative solutions group
0: it, it's such a that's you have such a wonderful story Titus. i just love talking to you and i feel like given our weird other interests and in comedy and all sorts of other things yeah. we could we could talk about stuff for hours um one of the one of the things i've never we've never even discussed this before but one of the things that i love about your company collaborative solutions group it's such a perfect name for a company that is titus bartolato uh, because the word you. just the word collaborative i mean that's that's who you are yeah person and yeah. You know, whenever I talk to you sometimes, I always leave with a smile because one of us is gonna crack a joke on the other that's within right. within less than ten seconds. Yeah. Of course. But <laughs> I mean take that's long. who we are. That's who we yeah. are. Um, but you know, you remind me of that Nelson Mandela quote. And when he when he talks about as you let your lights shine, you subconsciously give the right of others' people's lights to shine that's as well. It. And that's that's who you are to me. Thank you, you know, that's that's uh, that's who you've been. Uh, we're running out of time here a little bit. Titus, uh, let's let's leave with a funny one. So um, <laughs> this is a true Titus and Reese story here. Um, Titus is the one guy that I know I can text at like 12:30 in the morning, right. and, and yep. I know he's going to be a, awake and give. I'm and, working. <laughs> and, yeah, I know he's working. I know he's. I know he's scheming, doing something. And one time I, uh, I just end up. I, I think I texted you like one in the morning, and I said, Titus, would you rather be smart or funny? <laughs> and he yeah. just he just texts me back and says, smart.
2: <laughs> That's, right.
0: That's it. You never elaborated, and it's been killing me ever since. But I okay. save it until today. Why would you rather be smart than funny? Because you can be a smart Alec. That's right. That's true. That's You true. know what I mean? Yeah. I
1: think that the the funniest people on the planet are the smartest people. Right? I mean, these are the people that look at something hard enough to see the funny in it. Yeah. The people that aren't smart enough don't see the funny in something. I was watching Jerry Seinfeld just recently on an interview that he was doing and he was talking about how he created a particular joke and the joke was all about Pop-Tarts. And he said, you know, uh, the joke the, the punchline is that somebody created a thing that was this they, I'm laughing cuz I'm thinking about it. That's how good of a joke it was that a Pop-Tart, about the, Pop-Tart <laughs> the Pop-Tart the Pop-Tart is the same shape of the box that it's in <laughs> and it has the same nutritional value of, as the box, oh, right? right. <laughs> and, but what was so funny about it when he was talking about the joke, he said that the word Pop-Tart all by itself is hilarious. Just the word. It's just funny words, Pop-Tart. Like just say the word and not think that it's a little silly and funny yep. and whimsical. And, the, and my point in saying that is this, you have to be smart enough to find the funny. You got to be smart enough in life to find anything. It's why I always tell people whether I talk to, I was, I was talking to a school of kindergartners, K to five uh, recently. And then just a week ago, I was talking to 16 year olds at a junior leadership program. And yesterday I did a rotary where everybody was uh, more advanced in years. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the age of the person or the place they are in their life. If you can grow your emotional iq your intellectual iq if you can grow your intelligence then you can find the inspiration you can find the funny people are always telling me they want to find they want to hire employees you probably heard this that are self what motivated well listen you're not going to find motivation in life you're not going to find dollars and cents you're not going to find creative if you're not smart enough you just don't find those things so everybody in the world ought to be trying to sit next to the smartest people on the planet learn the most things they can uh, so if I had to pick between funny and smart, I pick smart so that I can be funny.
0: It's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's, a, that's such a cheating answer, just for the record. But <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. It's perfect. Titus lot <laughs> our very, very special guest, oh, a man. very dear friend of mine today. Titus, somebody wants some help with their business, yeah. coached. How do they get a hold of you?
1: Sure. So they can go, there's two websites. They can go to Team dash csg.com and that's better than collaborative solutions group.com we have that website as well but most of you can't spell the word collaborative and i've learned that so team (laughs) dash (laughs) csg.com or you can of course go to my name titus bartolotta.com the website's got lots of ways that we can connect and engage with each other and i'm grateful for you to click and go
2: yeah. Very good. Or the Very bat good. symbol just got switched to the Titus <laughs> symbol. Right. Yeah. yeah, the that's Titus right. That's right, that's right. Make it shine in the sky. A big T, that's
0: right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all that we need. Titus, thank you so much for joining us today. Man, thank you guys. I really thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you guys. Love it.
2: Right. Awesome.